Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're getting word now that Joe Biden is going to be forced to address the nation in some capacity to deal with the issue of crime. Crime, violent crime that is out of control in multiple large cities in America. Multiple large cities that are run by Democrats. Multiple large cities that were the host of anarchy at the hands of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Even CNN is having to come out and admit there is a crime wave. Yes, and there is violent crime in Democratic-run cities where they have gone and moved to defund the police. CNN has come out admitting the crime, which was evident in 2020 in Democratic-run cities, is continuing its staggering numbers in 2021 in Democratic-run cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, and others. According to CNN, Chicago's homicides are up more than 35% in the first three months of the year compared to last year. Homicides in New York have jumped nearly 15% through March 28th of this year, and L.A. homicides are up 36% through March 30th of this year. To make matters worse, the death and mayhem currently happening in Chicago, New York City, L.A. come on the heels of 2020, in which all three of the cities I just mentioned saw significant increases in homicides over 2019 because they went on the woke defund the police movement. For example, December 29, 2020, New York Magazine noted the city was had witnessed 
447 homicides to that point in 2020. That was a 41% increase over 2019 when you had law and order last in New York City. And the Los Angeles Daily News noted that in L.A., they hit 297 homicides by November 20th of 2020. That was up from 237 by that date in 2019. Again, skyrocketing. On November the 23rd, 2020, the Chicago Sun-Times pointed out that the city had seen a 53% increase in shootings and murders this year compared to the same period in 2019 before the woke defund the police Antifa Black Lives Matter decided to take over the country and Democrats let them. That's not all. Now, Democratic mayors are trying to figure out who to blame. Well, they got one person that tried and failed miserably over the weekend to explain all this violence away. Insert Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. She is now blaming the city's extreme violent crime spike on Republicans, ready for this, reopening too early. Therefore, she says that is setting Georgia back. Not a joke. The Atlanta mayor is now blaming the current extreme violent crime spike in her own city on Georgia's Republican governor, even though we're not seeing violent crime spikes anywhere else around the state where Republicans in her charge are in charge and where they have adequate police protection. They didn't go all woke on defund the police and arrest police and charge police with crimes when they were actually protecting others and then seeing police officers disappear. Yeah, she now says it's the Republicans' fault that everyone's dying in her city because the governor decided to open the state up too early from COVID. This is their best shot at trying to deflect, I guess, and that tells you how bad things actually are. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp refuted those claims, of course, and told the mayor to look at her party's anti-police agenda, quote-unquote, for the surge in violent crime. Homicides in Atlanta are now up 58% compared to last year, which was their worst year on record. That according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which noted that there have already been 157 homicides in a, quote, historically deadly 2020, the most in more than 20 years. Now, that number being obliterated in 2021. As of June, murders and shootings in Atlanta are up 40% over last year's historic numbers, the worst in 20 years, two decades. All while Atlanta's police force remains now more than 400 officers under its authorized level, and more cops are quitting. 200 police officers quit the force in 2020 once they realized that by doing their job, they could be charged with crimes because of activist district attorneys who wanted to lock up cops. Another 75 cops have left already this year. In other words, as soon as you can find another job, you get the hell out. As soon as you can retire and get benefits, you're getting out. Now, crime has gotten so out of control that one of Atlanta's neighborhoods is trying to secede from the city. That's right. Buckhead said, we're out of here. They want a divorce from the city because they believe that police are deliberately being underfunded and that is putting their lives at risk. Buckhead City Committee, put together by a guy named Bill White, he's the chairman CEO, has actually said, we have filed our divorce papers and the city of Atlanta is on notice. Our divorce, he says, is final. We don't want to be a part of this community any longer. Take a listen to a little bit more of what he had to say on Fox News Channel. I think if our referendum, which we expect to have on the ballot in 2022, were today, 
it would be somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 80 percent. We had an event last night, uh, 175 people showed up. We raised $100,000 of the million five we need. We've raised over half. We have two bills in the Georgia legislature dropping in January to decide this referendum ballot. We filed our divorce papers at uh, the city of Atlanta and uh, our divorce is final. You know, the, the great people of Buckhead have been exploited way too long, Bill, for many, many, many years by the city of Atlanta. How so? And well, because they're just not paying attention to the crime. The leadership vacuum is substantial. I don't like saying anything bad about Mayor Bottoms. I'm sure she's a nice human being. Uh, we wish her well. She's not running for re-election, but she has completely let our officers down. They feel demoralized, underpaid, underrecognized. They are being told basically not to fight crime in the way they would like to. We love the Atlanta Police Department, but we're going to form Buckhead City and it will have its own police department with a significantly greater presence on the streets. We'll have our own court. We'll have our own judge. We'll have our own jail. And we're going to put the smackdown on this crime once and for all here because the people of Buckhead have had enough. I love this, by the way. The people of Buckhead have had enough. You've got a community that said we want to separate from this city because you are advocating for lawlessness. You've attacked the police force, and now we're seeing people's lives that are being ruined, people that are being murdered, people that are being killed as Atlanta crime and murder and shootings skyrocket. Police are deliberately not being publicly and properly funded. So we've got these two bills, they say, in Georgia legislature dropping in January to decide the referendum ballot. And we are going to get out. And by the way, I have no doubt they're going to be able to accomplish this. Two thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to four, that's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Now, what Buckhead has done, which is so brilliant, is they have said, we will do whatever we have to to keep us safe, and you will lose our tax dollars. And we're going to the legislature, which is conservative, and we are going to get the right to get a divorce from you forever. Now, every other state that has a conservative legislature, people that are in high crime cities should do exactly this. We're now talking about possibly like small neighborhoods saying, We'll have our own neighborhood police. I mean, let's talk about this. Remember, community policing, that's been the big woke word of the Democrats. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. I I remember, you know, a couple years ago when crime was totally out of control. Completely out of control. And I lived on an island called Mud Island. Many of you probably heard of it. Imagine if the people on Mud Island just decided, hey, In our community, we're going to have a small jail, we're going to have a small court, and we're going to have a police department. And we're going to get a divorce from a city that is out of control of crime like Memphis, like Atlanta, like Chicago, like New York. Now, Democrats are trying to figure out how to deal with this problem now, and the president is now having to deal with it. He's going to have to make some sort of address because they're starting to lose these cities, and they're worried now that they're going to lose in the midterms because Democrats went anti-police, anti-law and order, and now the chickens are coming home to roost. So what are the activists saying? I'm going to let you hear some amazing recorded audio of a black policing reform activist who is actually declaring that the rise in crime is not the fault of the defund the police movement. In fact, this black police and reform activist says on TV, on MSNBC, that it's actually the fault of the police. Take a listen. So, Stephanie, I think it's important to begin with the simple fact that all of us, and I do mean all of us, want safer communities. Everyone wants and deserves Mm -hmm. to be able to walk out of their home, walk freely on the street, play with their child, and ensure that everyone is safe while doing Mm -hmm. so. But what we also know to be true is that defunding the police is not just about taking money out of an institution that continues to prove ineffective. It's also about refunding the people. It's about ensuring that the services that people need to ensure safe communities from the ground up are actually being funded and resourced to their full capacity. I think that there are a lot of police unions and GOP operatives that would like for us to believe that this recent crime wave has everything to do with this idea of defunding the police. But guess what, Stephanie? The police haven't been defunded. I love this, by the way. 
the logic from this woman, Brittany Packnett Cunningham, who's a black policing reform activist, says you can't blame the defund the police for the rise in violent crime because we haven't fully defunded the police. And basically her argument is and until you fully defund the police, it's actually the police's fault that we have high crime. That's her argument. So she wants no police at all. You actually look at the 50 largest cities law enforcement spending as a share of the general expenditure in each of those cities actually rose slightly from 13.6% to 13.7%. So in other words, we're not done. You think it's bad now. Wait till we get rid of all the cops. Then you're going to have no crime. That is what they're trying to sell is that once we get rid of the funding for police, once the police disappear, that's when you'll actually have a safe city. It is the fault of the police that we have crime raging out of control. That is what the black police and reform activist is actually selling on MSNBC. And no one does a follow-up. They're like, oh, yeah, great stuff. Keep going. Keep going. And many of the cities that have talked about removing that money, like Minneapolis and Seattle, they've actually paused or slowed how they were thinking about moving that money. And you want to know why? Because they saw crime going out of control when they started defunding the police, you morons. Why do you think that these cities like Minneapolis who were actually moving to disband the police departments stopped because they realized that they were running down a road towards total disaster and destruction. And that's why they paused. She's saying, well, that's why there's more crime now. This is this is the logic of a kindergartner. So this rising crime is not the fault of the movement. It's actually the fault of the police. And this has been our point all along. Why should we keep funding systems and institutions that keep rendering themselves ineffective? We should- so, so again, she says defund all the police, get rid of all the police, and then you'll have safe cities where we've defunded the police, where we've kicked the police out. Look at the no-go zones, and they do exist now. Look at where George Ford was shot and killed, and on the anniversary of his death, what happened? You had shootings in the middle of the day. Why? Because police are not allowed to go there. Look at what happened in the city of Chaz and Chop when the police pulled out and the anarchy and the violence and the guns that were in the streets and the the people that were held for ransom and having to pay the, quote, new protectors of their community payoffs to protect them so they didn't become a victim. And then at some point, even those communities said, all right, enough, we want our police back. Look at these crime numbers in Chicago, for example. Chicago's mayor right now, she's come out after, and this is when you start losing people, when it's actually caught on video. Because when you see the numbers, right, when you see the numbers of people shot, it's just a number. People become numb to it. When you see 33 shot in Chicago this weekend, it's just a number. 27 shot last weekend, 44 shot, 63 shot, 82 shot, and all those numbers they've had. The only way you actually lose is if there's video of the people being murdered. Insert the newest story, which is why you now have a president that's being forced to respond to some of this violence in America. There is a mob of black men in Chicago that yanked from a car a couple celebrating Puerto Rican Day. Now, Lightfoot, the mayor in Chicago, is actually blaming white people for crime when the majority of crimes being committed are minorities killing other minorities, which is exactly what we saw this mob of black men in Chicago yanking from a car a couple. A group of men converged on a couple who were celebrating the Puerto Rican 
People's Day Parade, they're minorities, by the way, in Chicago, shot him assassination style as they laid on the ground after they yanked him from the car. All of this being caught on video. The assailants, numbering about six, dragged the couple out of their vehicle, which was displaying the flag of Puerto Rico, opened fire on them as they laid on the floor. Now, this occurred in Humboldt Park. A victim, a 24-year-old, a father of two young children, was rushed to the hospital where he died from a gunshot wound to the head. Perez, the woman in the car, 25, was shot in the neck. The suspects are still at large. According to the young man's brother, the encounter started when his sibling allegedly rear-ended a parked car. The men then attacked the couple, yanked them from their car, and went to assassinate them. Police spokesman said there was a crash between before the shooting, leading to a large group surrounding their vehicle in the 3200 block of West Division Street. The two men, the man and the woman, were ambushed by the men who fired shots at them, police said. A GoFundMe page has been set up to cover medical bills and the funeral service of those that were assassinated by these black men. Organizers have asked everyone to keep the couple's children in their prayers because they're now dead. And again, this is all caught on video. You can see them surround the car. You can, you, you can see them rip them from the car. You can see them pull the woman to the ground and shoot her point-blank range, trying to shoot her in the head. They shot her in the neck. You can then see the man being yanked out and him being shot in the head. According to NBC Chicago, at least five individuals died this weekend. 44 others were shot this weekend in gun-related incidents in the crime-ridden Chicago. You want to know what the Democratic Mayor Lori Lightfoot said about the 1,700 shootings that have occurred in Chicago so far this year and more than 300 people that have died in a city that's been plagued with gun violence over the period of the last year because of their anti-police rhetoric and not having enough police officers? She says they have a pandemic problem with racism, and that's the real problem. So then why, if it's racism, why isn't a bunch of white people shooting black people? Why is it a bunch of black people shooting black people? That's my question. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Now, what's also scary is not only are defund the police movement continuing to move forward, but they're actually saying the activists that are in favor of this are now saying, well, it's because we're still funding police. There's all this violence. It's their fault. That's what they're saying on, on MSNBC this weekend, which is just not true. Now, it's scary that it took this long for the president of the United States of America to even come out and deal with this anti-police crime wave. And this is all happening in places where crime is out of control solely because they've decided to defund the police. That's the other part that people need to understand. Make no mistake about it. Let me give you another example of what it's now taking to wake people up. There is shocking video showing terrified children ages 5 to 10 in the line of fire during a New York City attack. And it shouldn't take video for the president to become outraged or for him to be forced to answer questions about them supporting defund the police. This is two different horrific videos it took for there to be any movement on this issue. Because you can have 70 people shot in Chicago. Did it really happen if you don't catch it on video and put it out to the masses? When you see a husband and wife being dragged out of their car and being shot point blank range by a mob of angry black men in Chicago, or what I'm about to tell you about New York, that's when it finally people go, oh my gosh, we're not safe. This new video that came out over the weekend captured the moment that a gunman tried to shoot between two children in an attack on the streets of New York City. Yeah, in between two children, the New York Police Department released the video in hopes of getting help from the public to identify the two suspects involved. The video shows one man shoot at a 24-year-old male multiple times in front of a Bronx Bodega about 6.45 in the evening, broad daylight. While the terrified children dive for cover, the children were a 5-year-old and a 10-year-old girl. Miraculously, neither child was physically injured. Anytime you see a horrible incident where someone's shooting somebody right in front of the kids, it's alarming to me, is what the New York police chief, Rodney Harrison, had to say. Police are looking to identify the shooter as well as an accomplice who drove a scooter and help the shooter flee the scene of the crime. A scooter, folks. 
Police said the 21, 24-year-old victim was shot in the leg and in the back. He's hospitalized. Thank goodness he's expected to survive the ordeal so he's not orphaning his children. I want to make sure that we get this individual and we get him off the streets very fast, Harrison added. Democrats, by the way, don't want that to happen because they don't like the police, right? This is what happens when you get rid of police. A similar shooting was also captured on surveillance video earlier this uh, last week. Outside of Bodega in the Bushwick section of Brooklyn, five men were wounded in the wild shootout that police suspected was a confrontation between two rival gangs. And why not, right? All broad daylight. Authorities have reported a massive spike in crime in major U.S. cities since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. That's what the media is saying. The reality is this spike in crime happened when we started defunding the police. Media says, quote, some are blaming defund the police movement and the increasing scrutiny on law enforcement from the Black Lives Matter demonstrations. But that's not totally true. That's what they'll tell you, right? No, no, no. This has to be pandemic related. Look at the spike in crime in Atlanta, for example. The Atlanta mayor blames COVID and the reopening for the spike in crime in her city, even though it's not happening anywhere else across the state. You want to know what the increase looks like from 2020 to 2021? Homicides now up 58%. Rapes are up 97%. Robberies are up 2%. Aggravated assaults up 26%. Larceny, larceny from auto up 27%. And auto theft up 36%. And she wants to come out and say, oh, it's because of the police and a governor that decided to reopen a state? Come on. Are you kidding me? So now we go back to Joe Biden. Why is Joe Biden having to go out and talk about crime now? Because if they don't, it's going to destroy them in the midterms. It's game over. You can't look that the other way any longer. That's the other part of this. You just can't. You're going to have to at least fake it. Now, I don't think they're actually going to try to fix any of the problems. Okay, I, I, I want to make that clear. I, I don't. I, I don't believe that they're going to fix any of these problems. They're just going to talk about it. They're going to talk about it and they're going to act like they're going to do something. They're not. They're going to act like they're admitting or focusing on the problem. They're not going to fix it. They're going to keep defunding the police. Go back to that activist. The activist that I talked, that, that, that blamed the police for what's happening. You look at New York City right now. I, I, I go to New York City all the time pre-pandemic. I wouldn't take my family there right now. When you got children being shot at, when this man's trying to rob this other guy on the streets in broad daylight, opening fire, shooting in between the kids and shooting the dude in the back, trying to kill him. Just to rob him and then getting on a scooter and leaving? It's out of... I mean, you've lost. Atlanta, you've lost. I mean, look at the Fort Lauderdale mayor. I'll end with this. Fort Lauderdale mayor actually tried to walk back his terrorism claims over a pride parade accident as he just tried to play the race card and get everybody fired up. Fort Lauderdale mayor is now trying to walk back his... Lies as shocking claims made shortly following a horrific accident at the city's pride parade. 
now saying he was terrorized by the incident rather than the incident was a terror attack. He said it was a terror attack because it fit the narrative, right? There's a pride parade. There's an accident. He immediately calls it terrorism. One man was killed while another was injured when the driver of a pickup truck accelerated and ran them over. Within moments of the tragedy and before any information was known, Democrats in the media began treating it as a deliberate attack on the LGBT community. The city's mayor immediately came out with remarks which were lies. This is a terrorist attack against the LGBT community. That's what the mayor immediately said. This is exactly what it is. Hardly an incident. It was deliberate. It was premeditated. It was targeted against a specific person. Luckily, they missed that person, but unfortunately, they hit two other people. That person was later identified as Representative Debbie Washerman Schultz, Democrat from Florida. It's not clear how close Schultz was to the incident, and reports vary. In some, the truck nearly missed the Democratic legislator. In others, she was getting into a different vehicle nearby, but not immediately adjacent to the incident at all. Doesn't, doesn't matter, right? We got an opportunity here. Never let a crisis go to waste. Remember, remember Obama's, you know, that, that was their focus. Never let a crisis go to waste. You got a tra- LGBT. Q Pride Parade, let's blame it on some evil Republicans. Leftists, by the way, quickly follow the lead of the mayor, blaming even Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for this. So then all of these claims got echoed across social media. Don't worry, none of them have been taken down by Facebook and Twitter because they liked this narrative. This narrative of fake news was okay. Then media jumped on board, blaming a law signed by Florida Governor DeSantis, a Republican, as the cause of the incident. The bill gives some legal protections to drivers who are sued after running into protesters when they felt they were threatened, but it does not, as many on the left claim Sunday morning, give people free reign to run down protesters. Nor does it give anyone the right to run over parade participants. But again, the left has to come up with a narrative. Now, at the time of the mayor's remarks, there was no evidence that suggests that, A, this incident was even intentional, much less a terrorist attack. Further reports indicate that the incident was an accident. The driver even remained on the scene. He also appeared to have been part of the parade, assigned to drive a vehicle because he could not walk the length of the parade route. So this guy was in the parade. So, of course, there's some people that started to, like, attack the mayor, right? Saying, are you kidding me? You put it out there as a terrorist attack. You act like this is Trump's fault or or DeSantis's fault or Republicans' fault that this incident was a terrorism attack that was intentional when, in fact, guess what it was? Nothing close. It was a guy in the parade who lost control of his vehicle that was a part of the parade. Never let a crisis go to waste, right? You got somebody that can't drive in a parade. He kills somebody, runs over somebody, and you blame Republicans because that's what the left does. You watch, folks. People are going to leave these cities with violent crime as fast as they can. And little cities, little towns are going to start divorcing themselves from big cities because they're not going to put up with this crap. They're not going to put up with it. All right. As I said before, please make sure you share this podcast with your family and your friends. Make sure you let them know what's actually going on in the world with this podcast. And please make sure you hit that share button and share it so other people find it as Facebook is still silencing us. We cannot broadcast on Facebook. See you back here tomorrow. 
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.